Oh, we're live? Yeah, this is, I mean, this is supposed to be when we're live. It doesn't have oh. to be, though. Okay, yeah, so we'll pretend we're not live and just let everybody know that Walters has the smell of Champ all over him, and Champ is some elderly gentleman that he gave a sponge bath to earlier. Take that how you will. What's poppin', man? It's Audio Al, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix, right here on YouTube, Spotify, or any of your favorite streaming apps. That's right. Thank you, Al. It is August 31st, 2021. This is podcast number 77. Hard to believe we've made it this far, but uh, I'm excited for it, and uh, Josh is excited too. But before we get too crazy, before we get too far, we might as well, might as well let Walters uh, rock us into it, all right? So, Walters. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle crayons. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. Thank you, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to them folks out there. Hi to them folks out there. Excellent. Overdose at gmail.com, anchor.fm slash hoodpod, and our new Discord server, all the best places where you can interact with us. We've also got a pretty dope-ass website, hiddenoaksoverdose.com. That's Josh's little baby, and uh, he's raising him well. Uh, we also have the segment start times down in the description below for all you people uh, not here live. They'll be in Spotify, iTunes, wherever else you're listening. And uh, we got to thank Levi Oki for all this beautiful new art he gave us. He made us a bunch of beautiful stream overlays that we are just not fully appreciating because uh, I may or may not have given up on streaming on YouTube this year. We will find out. But uh, thank you, Levi, anyways. You're so great, and uh, we appreciate all the stuff you've done for us uh, presently and over the years. Josh, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. I just wanted to add that we don't need any sort of uh, fancy distractions such as a live stream. I mean, we're, um, I mean, we're literally live streaming right now, just audio, not well, video. Yeah, I mean, the visual. Yeah, we don't need those distracting visuals. We need, uh, we provide the content people want to hear. We get the people going, is what they say. I mean, what, how are you doing, Gar? I'm doing great. What people specifically have we got going? Well, I just know that we have people over in uh, Latveria or wherever. Uh, <laughs> Latveria? <laughs> I don't know. Um, they're they're over there doing things that probably shouldn't be discussed on American soil, and it gets them going. You know what? You're absolutely right. And Josh, I was gonna, I was, you know, not to get too inappropriate on the podcast, but based on the fact that your wife is currently super mega uber pregnant, I would say at one point in time you may or may not have gotten your wife going, unless uh, that's someone else's child she's carrying around. No, it's mine. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying that uh, the podcast is smush music, but it's uh, it, it gets people going. Um, it gets me going. How are you, Gar? Good, you already, that's the second time you've asked me today. You trying to go for a record or what? I'm doing good, pal. Well, I'm just trying to get 18 out, 18 in a row, just so I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> just, 
<laughs> that's that's a good strategy. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm excited to go see Shang Chi on Friday. I'll be back in the cities one more time. A couple more fantasy football drafts I got to clean up, but uh, definitely going to Showplace AMC 16 or AMC Showplace 16, whatever it is these days. Gonna go see Shang Chi, uh, the latest and greatest Marvel movie on Friday. I'm very excited about that. So that, so that's why I'm got approved, huh? <laughs> to go to the movie theater or what? what yeah. What's, yeah, I mean, I used to be dollars for a bucket of popcorn. I used to be an A-list member, and you would actually get like three movies a week uh, with that. That was actually a really, really good deal. But I don't have an AMC up here, so I canceled that membership, unfortunately. Uh, but right. we don't have to sit here and talk about my movie preferences. Go see Shang Chi; should be really good. We'll move right into the Fan Tasty Zone here, and uh, you know what, Josh? The Fan Tasty Zone is brought to us this year by the Skybusters. Uh, they've been a great sponsor for us, and they will continue to be a great sponsor for us. So, shout out to the Skybusters for uh, for sponsoring this segment. Josh, who do you got well, for? Me, well, I was just going to say that not only is Skybusters sponsoring the Fan Tasty Zone. We also have an added bonus for the Skybusters with the weekly Skybusters poll. Some of you have already seen we had a poll put up in our Fantasy Fun Time Fantasy Fun Time. Uh, I would say um, that's a different segment. Channel. No, 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 no. We're I put it in the wrong channel on purpose. Um, so we'll be moving it to the Fantasy Zone. Um, but I asked everybody who they thought drafting with or who they would draft with the first overall pick. Uh, we had five people say uh, Chinaman Chowdown, a.k.a. Mr. Eddie Lacey himself. That's um, not what they voted for, Josh. You changed the poll after they voted. Okay, fine. So it's CMC. I want to recount. One person, say, one person say Dalvin, one person say Kamara, and one person say Kelvin Benjamin. Um, only one of those answers is correct. Uh, good job for those of you who got it. Were those um, ballots on bamboo, Josh? What was, no, we didn't do any voting on bamboo. It was a blood vote. Yeah, even better. More secure. So if you tune into the channel and you t uh, go, or if you tune into the Discord and you go to the Fantasy Zone throughout the show, you will see a new poll up, and we'll be asking, with Cam Newton being cut, do you consider Mac Jones a top five quarterback for fantasy, a top 10 quarterback for fantasy, um, a streamer, or doo-doo McDoodoo head, stay on the waiver wire? Gotcha. Is that poll available right now, or will it be available after the show? No, because I kind of forgot how to do it, so I got to look it up real quick. <laughs> okay. Well, I could let you look that up while I talk a little bit more. So, did uh, you didn't have any like tasty sponsors though, like food or beverage? No, I'm poor, so I've got um, a day and a half old Lacroix lime static water and some tap water in a dirty blender bottle. Delicious. Uh, I've just got uh, a pure protein bar. This is the chocolate deluxe, like the devil's food, the double chocolate. Uh, I, it's the last one in my box, though, and so I'm pretty sad about that. But I got that going for me. No no Arnie today. We, our Arnie stock is down. Uh, I, I guess I still have a bunch of the peach ones that Al gave me in the closet, but they're not cold, and I'm not going to not drink a ice-cold Arnold Palmer. That's ridiculous. So uh no no email from brian this week i double checked the email box so unless he sent it in within like the last hour or two there's no brian email this week so he might be dead uh we got a couple of youtube comments out of jack uh he said i compliment josh's new haircut and get called a diaper face the disrespect uh and then he also says uh i think i like josh's seven playoff predictions more for nfc just because i'm high on the rams this year i don't know if he's saying he likes your nfc more than your afc or if he likes your nfc more than my nfc i had every single nfc west going to the playoff jack so i don't know what you're on about but josh uh jack likes you specifically does that make you warm and fuzzy on the inside yeah 
Yeah, kind of like uh, kind of like the inside of a bread container after you forget it in the back of the drawer for two weeks. Just all nice and fuzzy. <laughs> gotcha. Well, uh, we are trying to have a quicker pod for this first one here, and we'll be doing another one a little bit later. But I did want to just go over briefly different ways that you can sponsor the show if you're interested, just like the Skybusters are doing for this segment right now. So if you go into the Discord server and you... <coughs> go into the discord server and then you uh, look at the various channels you'll see one of them under the home base tab is sponsor the show and so there we've just listed out a bunch of different ways you can sponsor individual shows for a buck we'll just say thank you at the end for the two dollar holla uh we'll shout out to like uh, a company or some sort of other business or creator or whatever at the end of the show for you for 350 you'll get featured on the as a snack on the fan tasty zone um, and you know, we, you can ask questions for free, but we also threw that in. We'd probably care more about your question if you paid us money for a good three fifty. for five bucks. You can sponsor segments. So that's what Brian's doing. He's sponsoring the, the fan tasty zone. He's really getting his money's worth today. So Skybusters uh, is bringing us the fan tasty zone, five bucks for any given segment. And then you can sponsor a whole episode for 20 bucks. So this includes two brand mentions at the beginning of the end of the show, a 30 second ad read mid show. Uh, it's premium content right down in the middle. So we'll throw that to you. Um, you have to supply the 30 second ad read though so that's something you got to think about um it can include uh twenty dollars sponsoring the whole show can include all the other benefits if you show choose and bulk purchase discounts are available upon request so those are just different ways you can send us some money and uh you know get some fun out of it for yourself or support maybe uh, your wife's doing a little business or uh a friend starting up something cool got a good little league team or a sweet church thing going on those are just all the different ways you can get those shouted out or yourself on the show and uh you'll help us make some money too so that's going on uh also in the discord josh talked about the poll already there's the podcast play along for those of you who want to join us in a on FanDuel for a daily fantasy thing get a new team every single week only a 10 bucks entry so go ahead and check out the pod play along channel for that still looking for a couple more fave five ideas uh brian uh you might you've probably forgotten your assignment but I assigned you to bring us some uh, Faye Favre ideas and your deadline's tomorrow. So hopefully you're paying attention to that. If not, Brian, go check out the Faye Favre channel and go see what your assignment is because it's due tomorrow. And if you don't turn it in, you're going to get a zero and that's going to go on your permanent record. So uh, this, other, this last note here was mainly for us and I'm definitely undoing that right now by listing so many different things. But basically, whenever you check out the Discord, just go check out all the channels. I'm sure there's something fun or cool going on, whether it's a poll or an opportunity to play along. Obviously, the memes are cool and uh, uh, we'll talk about the memes here to end out the Fantasy Zone. Josh, what memes did you like in the last week? All of them that made me laugh. I mean, which one specifically made you laugh? I kind of like a, the King in the Hill one, obviously, a little bit of homerism there. Got the Aaron Rodgers greasy look as quarterback, and then Kylan Hill, who's just a little little guy, um, standing there as Bobby. Um, I also like the Bobby. Zims had an, I, I also like the NFC memoir from Reddit, where it's the newspaper headline where players may be required to get vaccinated, and then it's Cartman running around avoiding a vaccine. Squee! Squee! Isn't he, like, squealing like a pig, though, too? Yeah. Cartman yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I like yours from today where Cam Newton showing up to practice and then Bill Belichick just giving him the big old long finger. Yeah, that's uh, I was I think that kind of all caught us by surprise today. So it looks like there's only three votes that have the little emoji reactions to them and they all have only one reaction. There's also this Brian one from last week he shared during the show. The what if 2020 is just a trailer for 2021. That's a little kid just kind of sitting there with his, you know, the gaping mouth like, Ugh. And then there's Walter's one that he was very proud of. This tape measure is unusable. It always comes up short every goddamn time. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Brian's is tied with Eric's um, for the preseason injuries, who is also tied with 
uh my uh cam newton one so i guess there's three memes of the week this week because there's only three votes for three individual different things uh, Yay, we're popular so popular don't forget to vote people if you want uh if you really want to represent who's the true memeiest of the week i can see al is currently requesting to speak josh before we move on should i see what al wants or do you think he's trolling us well we have the power to kick him out as soon as he starts going off topic right uh sure i say let the man speak all right i'll invite him to speak it doesn't automatically bring him up i have to invite him to speak and we'll see Audio Al, you're currently live with the Hood Pod. How you doing today, pal? Oh no, Al, this is not a good look for you. Idiot probably doesn't have a mic plugged in. Could you imagine? Alright, Al, I'll give you 10 seconds to figure it out. It looks like you're making noise, but you're, we currently don't hear anything. Oh no. Josh, this is not a good look for Audio. You know what his nickname is? Audio Al, and he's currently got no audio. This is rough. Oh, oh no. Yep, nope, there he goes. Oh no. I should uh, boost a little harder with that nitro <laughs> for Discord. <laughs> you think he'll request to speak again or you think he's just embarrassed now? Oh, I don't know. We should probably make sure he's yeah. Um We should probably just move on and give him another chance later on. We'll we'll let him get some closing statements. But uh so moving on to the Hidden Oaks highlight draft grades. At the end of your sentence, you're going to keep talking. Well, I just, you usually put me on a word limit. I'm not allowed to say a certain number of words in a row because I'll mess up and <laughs> potato salad. So, yeah, see, you, there's a limit. Oh, geez, Josh, you hate to see it. But All I mean, right, so you put together most of this sheet. Um, it looks like, you know, we don't want to spend a whole lot of time. We want to give uh, people a chance to go, you know, make dinner, send us gift cards, that sort of thing. But um, spending a couple minutes on each team. I don't know if we need a. We should have an interval timer, but I don't think we need to use the full two minutes if we don't have that much to say. Um, I think that's fair as well. I don't know if I can make the timer stop those. Like I don't think I can like speed it up to the next thing is my only thing. But we'll find out. All right, that's fair. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Are we going to each go over studs and duds starting with team one, or are we going to go with our well, favorite team? Or so no, I figured we just go through draft order. So uh, you know, starting with Hammer and one, we each get one minute, and then um, you know, so we'll go over our studs and duds individually, and then one of us will be also be talking about the football guys content. One of us will be talking about the Roto Trade content. So do you want the Roto Trade or do you want the football guys? I'll take the Roto Trade. <laughs> Nerd. All right, so let's go ahead and I'll give Josh a second just because I know those are a little more tricky because there's obviously a bunch of individual links, but they're all there for you. Uh, but yeah, we'll just go in draft order here. I'll start talking about Hammer just so um, Josh has a chance to um, get himself all set up. So, All right, Josh, I'm going to go ahead and start the interval timer here in just a second. And here we are talking about the Hidden Oaks Overdose uh, League of Record draft. Uh, Hammer draft for the number one spot. Uh, and he took Christian McCaffrey first overall. Way Hammer to not screw that one up. Um, I won't sit here and go through the whole team. The, the document is out there if you'd like to follow along. But this is team number one. This is drafted by Hammer. Uh, my favorite pick out of Hammer, his stud, I think, is going to be Roby Anderson. Uh, I just think that with Darnold, he's already got good chemistry. And the Panthers believe in him by extending him. I think the dud is Miles Gaskin. I think he will not be 
be used like he was last year. I think it'll be much more of a committee down in Miami this year. Uh, and just for reference, studs and duds for us. Um, we know Christian McCaffrey is going to be a stud, but specifically when we talk about studs and duds on the hood pod, we think they're going to overperform what they're expected or underperform what they're expected. So stud is over and a dud is under. For the football guys, oh no, this is going to make me input my email again i don't like that so hammer got an a from the football guys he had i think the top draft or one of the top two drafts uh hammer has an 81 percent chance of making the playoffs just with average management of his fantasy team so hammer uh good luck josh the minute is now yours yeah so i had um probably a controversial decision for a stud but i put odell um as his stud just because i feel like um, that hurt that injury last year kind of was before they got in the swing of things that team's going to be run heavy so he's going to have opportunities to get open when they load the box so I don't I don't think he's going to be you know top tier old school Odell but I think that as far as other wide receivers taken before him like CeeDee Lamb Mike Evans um, Adam Thielen maybe even Keenan Allen or Robert Woods I think that he's going to outperform them dud wise I put Kenyon Drake um, as somebody who has Kenyon Drake as a one of my only starting running backs in a dynasty league I already know that he's going to be bad because he's been bad for me ever since I drafted him and so um, he's also got Josh Jacobs ahead of him according to Roto Trade um, he's got a 76% chance to make um, the playoffs he's also got a team that can win it all this year but they say he's going to go nine or five and lose in the semifinals because why not if you didn't hear the, the timer, is trash. the timer rolled over. So now on team two, Josh. Uh, team two, uh, pick two, none other than my co-host uh, Garlissimo. Um, hey, hey. I like your 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 Chuba Hubbard pick um, in the twelfth round. I think that as the backup to CMC, they're not going to want to push him like they did last year. Um, bring him back and forth from injuries. Um, so that's a solid pick. Uh, T Higgins. Everybody seems to be high on him for some reason. And I guess I just haven't seen enough. I don't know what he did last year. He's in Cincinnati where they have um, Sir Drops a lot, um, Joe Mixon, and then um, six paper bags trying to block. So um, I don't think that the passing game is going to be there just because Joe Burrow is um, the quarterback. So I'm not too high on him as a wide receiver too, but you do have some decent backups. Roto Trade says you stink. Now they say uh, you have a chance to go eight and six, 67% chance to make the playoffs, but you'll lose the first game. Oh no, not Roto Trade just burying me. Uh, so yeah, I'm Team Two. Uh, if I can uh, pick my own stud, I'm going to go Giovanni Bernard all the way at pick 139 at the end of the tenth round. There, I think he's really going to be utilizing that pass game. Tom Brady has proven in a Tom Brady offense, he loves dumping it off to receivers whenever he can. Uh, big in the screen game as well. So I think Gio in PPR has a good chance to be in my starting lineup every week. And for someone in the tenth round, um, you know that's I think that's pretty good value. Uh, my dud, I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, just because I think we all kind of agree he'll fall off at some point. It's just a matter of when. So uh, Melvin Gordon, I took him, but uh, I don't think I'll be able to ride that horse forever. Um, the f- the football guys gave me a C for my draft. I think I had the worst or the second worst draft grade out of them. I don't appreciate this. I don't know what they're going off of. They say I have a 16% chance to make the playoffs with average in-season management. That's ridiculous. I don't like this one bit. 
Uh, we'll move on <coughs> to Garrett, though. Football guys uh, are full of absolute stooges. Moving on to Garrett, team number three here. For a stud for Garrett, I really like uh, Jamal Williams. I think uh, Anthony Lynn in... Uh, in Detroit as the offensive coordinator is just going to ride the hot hand. We kind of saw that with Josh Kelly last year until Eckler came back to form. So I think Jamal Williams is going to be in your flex more than you think. My dud is Deontay Johnson. The guy just doesn't seem to be able to stay healthy. And I don't know what it is about him, but it's just uh, it's a guy I didn't draft intentionally. And so that's going to be my dud for your team, Garrett. I, I apologize. Uh, Derek Henry, I think third overall was a pretty good pick, though. Uh, moving on to your draft grade from the football guys you got an a minus they say you're primed for the playoffs they said you have a 74 percent chance to make the playoffs with average in-season management so basically you would have to try real hard to not make the playoffs according to the football guys so garrett it seems like you had a pretty good draft i just don't like deontay johnson josh what do you think about garrett's squad i too like jamal williams i think that he's gonna um, have an opportunity um, leading into the dud, I don't like Henderson, so taking Jamal, um, I have a feeling that he'll soon replace Henderson, especially since Sony Michelle got traded out to the Rams. Um, according to Roto Trade, the I don't know how creden- how how you want to take them, but they say you have a 73% chance of making the playoffs, um, but they also think you're going to make it and lose in the first game. So maybe you'll lose to Gar and he loses to you. Maybe that'll happen. I don't know. Roto Trade seems to think it though. Um, moving on to Team Favre. Uh, we've got Eric, the bike man. Um, I think that his stud, um, I, I like Julio Jones this year. Same, similar story as Odell. Um, I think that uh, he's got a new scenery. They they like to throw the ball. And they've got A.J. Brown and him. So, you know, there you go. Um, as far as duds, I'm not a big, I'm not too high on Javante Williams. Uh, Melvin Gordon's there. Um, they are a doo-doo team on offense. Um, so, I just, I'm just not too high on the mid-round uh, rookie running backs. Yeah, and for what it's worth, Eric was not at the draft. He had his, uh, he had his team celebrity drafted by Jesse's lovely girlfriend Elena, who I think it actually did a pretty good job for someone who doesn't know oh, too much absolutely. about football. She literally asked ten seconds before we started the draft, "Do I have to get one from every position?" Um, <laughs> she she sure so, did. But uh, Rotatrade has a 73% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, and for what it's worth, I want, I know Josh is reading off the Roto Trade, and that's just one of the platforms I decided to use. Um, I realized you don't realize it until maybe about five five teams in, but Roto Trades absolutely do do, and so I wouldn't take um, what they're saying with much uh, with much value. But I wasn't going to start over once I got I'm five teams. Gonna, deep. I'm, I'm actually just going to stop. I'm no, not going to read them anymore. I mean, you can. Okay. I'm I'm just saying that I, I won't give them a lot of value, but it's just a source we used. Um, but yeah, so moving on to what I think about Eric's team, Eric, I think you, uh, I think a stud on your team this year is going to be Higby. Uh, I've been wishy-washy on this uh, earlier in the off season, but I think Higby should be made by Matthew Stafford. I know historically in a McVay offense, the tight ends haven't been great. Is that because of McVay's scheme? Is it because of Jared, what Jared Goff was capable of? But I think Matthew Stafford has proven he can make a tight end. So I like Higby and then you're dud. I don't, I'm not very high on Julio Jones this year. And that's just me. Don't ask me why I couldn't fully explain it to you if I had to, but I'm not super high on julio jones this year um so that's your dud for me um football guys though gave you an a for your draft i think this might be the highest draft grade you have an well maybe not you have an 80 percent chance of making the playoffs with average in season management so again you'd have to try even harder than garrett um to miss the playoffs according to the football guys so you should have a nice easy coast all the way through to the end and uh that's what i think about eric 
I'll go ahead and move on to Bradley's team. Team five. Brad took Tyreek in the fifth spot, and then from there, a bunch of other players. And the end of Bradley's draft is pretty questionable for me, I'll be honest, but uh, that's just one man's opinion. Uh, stud for me, though, Brad, I like Jacobs this year, Josh Jacobs to be specific. I think uh, getting him at you know in the second half of the fourth round is a bit ludicrous. He's still the starting running back. He's still performed uh, at a high level, so I don't care if Kenyon Drake isn't there. I don't care if you don't think the team's the best in the world, but I think Josh Jacobs should be a fine running back, and I think he might be a fringe running back one still. So to get him at the second half of the fourth is great. Uh, Dud for you, though, Brad Will Fuller. He has proven he just can't stay healthy. I don't know if two is the real deal or not. If Deshaun goes there and Fuller can stay healthy, we've seen what those two can do. But uh, for right now, Dud uh, for me, for you, is Will Fuller. Uh, moving on to Brad's football guys grade. I'm not prepared for it, but I have it right here. They gave you a B, Brad. Um, so they, they thought your draft was okay. Could have been better. Definitely not some of the A grades we've already talked about, but they give you a 41% chance of making the playoffs with average in-season management. So you're going to you're gonna have to be grinding, Brad. Be checking out that waiver wire. Josh, what do you think about Brad's draft? Um, I like Brad's draft. I think that a stud for him is going to be uh, James Robinson. Um, he took him in the second. So like we said, the studs necessarily aren't going to be, or they're usually not that high in the draft. But I think that when you look at all the running backs taken before him, I think that uh, he's going to outperform a handful of them. Um, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, CEH, I think those guys are, are definitely three that he's going to outperform. But I wouldn't be surprised if he outperformed, you know, the Christian McCaffrey's and the Delvin Cooks of the world. Um, my dud for Brad um, is your stud, Josh Jacobs. I guess I just... Um, they brought in another running back and or another starting caliber running back, and I don't think that that's a good sign for Josh Jacobs' future. Well, in that, tell in me that how Kenyon Drake did for you last year, Josh. Were you very happy with him? No, I wasn't. He was hurt, but oh, so um, starting caliber, huh? Started caliber, um, <laughs> but I'm just not. I'm just not sold on Josh Jacobs as an RB two. Gotcha. Brodo trade just happens to say things like. Uh, 52% chance of making the playoffs, 7-7. Seven and seven. Miss the playoffs. Tough, Brad. Tough break. This is the part where you'd probably stop, start talking about Jesse unless you just want us to go every other, every other, instead of back-to-back. Nope, oh, I, I lost it. Um, so, Jesse, um, maybe the luckiest draft, um, maybe one of the weirdest drafts, but he has, uh, um, for his stud, I have Gus the Bus. Um, out of sheer dumb luck, because we found out about the ACL tear to J.K. Dobbins right after Gus got uh, drafted, I think. Um, and then the dud, Chase Edmonds. Um, up until the point of drafting Gus Edwards in the ninth, um, Chase Edmonds was his RB2, and I just don't think that he's going to do much in Arizona. Road to trade says stuff. Um, 68% chance of making the playoffs, 8-6 and six record. All right, not bad at Jesse fringe playoff team. Uh, stud for me, I couldn't really. I didn't want to. I figured you'd pick Gus, so I just didn't because I, I didn't want us to be matching up too much. And I picked all mine before you picked yours, so I didn't really have a stud that I was really in love with on Jesse's team. I mean, I think I like. I think Brady's going to be really good this year. I also think taking him in the sixth round is probably about right. Um, so I didn't really have a stud for Jesse's team. Um, uh, Gus Edwards is the obvious one, but uh, for Dud, I don't. For some reason, I'm not feeling Goddard this year. I don't know if it's Hurts. I don't know if it's Ertz sticking around. Uh, something tells me though, as high as I've been on Dallas Goddard in the past, I don't like him this year. And then uh, the football guys gave Jesse an A minus. They liked Jesse's draft quite a bit, despite him taking four tight ends. So I'm sure Brian is in shambles right now. Um, but they say you have a 73% uh, 73% chance of uh, making the playoffs with average in 
agencies and management suggests. Sounds like you've got a pretty clear path. You just need to not screw it up. Uh, but we both know you're capable of such things, so we will see. We will see how you perform. Uh, we'll be moving on to Brian here, and I forget what Brian's team name is. I can't. I can't forget it's Skybusters. What am I saying to myself? Uh, but I don't see Sky. There it is. Uh, sorry, I was clicking on something else. So Brian, you're drafting the seventh spot. You take Travis Kelsey in the first round at seven. I think that's fine. Um, a stud for your team, Brian. I really like Zach Moss. I was telling you to take him. Jesse could have almost sniped him for you because he tried to draft at a turn. But I really think Zach Moss is the best running back in Buffalo. And while they're not known for the running game, someone has to run the ball at some point in that offense. And I think Zach Moss will get more opportunities than Devin Singletary this year. So that's my stud for you. Dud, Tyler Lockett. The guy usually ends up being a mid like wide receiver too. Uh, but that's because, uh, similar to how Josh describes Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett usually has two 50-point games and then a bunch of eight-point games. So not a guy you're going to be super happy with, even in PPR, uh, just because he's so boomer bust. It's dramatically gross. Uh, the football guys gave you an A-, minus, Brian. Uh, they say you have a 71% chance of making the playoffs with average in-season management. And I know these, summer, these numbers seem pretty high, but they'll get lower for some later teams, so just you wait. Seems like a lot of people are making the playoffs, but uh, not everyone will, I promise. Josh, what do you think about Brian's squad? Um, I like the C.D. Lamb pick. I think that he's going to do good. I'm not so sure about like wide receiver one type uh ability there but or you know carrying the whole team but uh i think that in the third round he's still going to outperform some of the players taken before him um i don't like the galladay pick a couple rounds later i'm not a big fan of uh galladay on a new team especially when he has mouth breathing uh mr jones throwing it to him um that is if he could throw between uh, joe judge's screaming matches um according to roto trade brian you have a seven or you're going to have a seven and seven record with a 64 percent chance to make the playoffs um so good luck moving on to me i was about to say t uh we've got perhaps the best draft in the in the league um i had as my own stud i had aj dillon um taken in round eight um people seem to always say well he's not even the starter well neither is kareem hunt but uh kareem hunt always performs like an rb2 and aj dillon has 50 percent of the snap share uh to pick up once after jamal has left so i think that um he's gonna get his due um my dud um was a moment of weakness when i took michael thomas in the sixth um and just to prove he's a dud he is no longer on my team no you really cut michael thomas dude Oh, yeah. Well, I traded him to Brad for James Robinson. No, you didn't. Did you really? No, I did not. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, Brad, I, I, would, I would call Brad right now live on the pod and scream at him. Ugh. Okay. But Roto-Trade um, gave me a 5-9 and nine record with a 25% chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> I, was, I was 14th ranked according to Roto-Trade, but... Um, if they're ranking team names, I'd be number one because Lambeau Fields is going to prove everybody wrong. If you say so. So Josh in the eighth spot took Devonta Adams in the first round. Uh, no, no question that that was going to be Josh's pick at that point. Uh, stud for you, Josh. I've been talking him up all offseason. I really like Elijah Moore. I know the Jets aren't supposed to be good. I know Zach Wilson has question marks. But if they're behind and they have to pass the ball, um, you know they're going to be throwing it to Crowder or to Elijah Moore. I don't really believe personally in Corey Davis. Um, and Jameson Crowder is more of a slot guy from everything I know. So if Elijah Moore is going to be one of the receivers who – 
one of the two receivers who's always on the field, he's going to have opportunity. So I like him this year. Dud, I also picked Michael Thomas. I don't think he'll play football this year. It just seems like whatever he has going on with the organization is deep, and I don't think he plays this year. I think he you know, either has real injuries or fakes injuries uh, to sit out. Um, you want to know what's funny? A little fun fact as we're halfway through the draft. Sure. Um, I had dropped Elijah Moore to pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick, and so he was just sitting there up for grabs for a lot of people. I just picked him back up and dropped down Michael Thomas for him. So, <laughs> Okay. Well, football guys gave you a B, and they think you only have a 49% chance to make the playoffs, Josh. So if you... Uh, With the average, I'm above average, so I'm fine. You say so. All right. I'll move on to talking about T here. T was Team 9. If you looked at the doc, uh, draft in the 9 spot, he took Aaron Jones in the first round. I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good selection there for the 9 spot. Uh, for a stud, I really like uh, Callaway for T's team here, Marquez Callaway to be specific. Uh, to take a number one wideout on a team, uh, because Michael Thomas is definitely not starting the season, so to take the number one wideout on a team in the eighth round at pick number 104, I think that's crazy. Jameis is a high-volume guy. They've already shown chemistry in the preseason i mean the fact that i didn't take him earlier is making me legitimately upset right now i'll be honest i wish i would have taken marquez calvi myself earlier uh for a dud t i didn't really hate anyone on your team uh because i guess tevin coleman and rondell moore were your last two picks and you've already dropped them to pick up other people i think baker's fine as a backup qb i think Dak's fine irv is the low-hanging fruit obviously but i wasn't going to pick him as a dud because the injury couldn't really predict so i didn't really have a dud for t's team um and that's just that's just kind of how i uh i broke it down well the football guys gave t a b for his draft and for his team um and they gave him a 25 percent chance though of making the playoffs uh with average in-season management so t oh no they gave you a c plus where did i see that b come from so they gave you a c plus t and you're gonna have to grind to make the playoffs according to the football guys josh what do you think about t i think you took my minute uh yeah i uh, i i talked too long but go ahead um, I had uh, Antonio Brown as his stud. He took him one pick uh, before I was going to take him. Um, not bad for a flex if you were to play just your uh, players in order. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and, and contribute my sadness to not landing him at pick 77 with my decision to take Michael Thomas right after Antonio Brown went. Um, my dud was Irv. It was my dud before the injury. Um, I'm not sold on Minnesota tight ends. Um, Kyle Rudolph had some decent games, but he was never, you know, that, uh, that big tight end guy. Irv Smith came in and Zimmer's already said he doesn't plan on changing his role. So he's, he's just going to be, you know, blocking and stuff. Everybody knows that the tight end to own in Minnesota is Conklin. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll, as a Minnesota fan, I will also just say we're falling behind, but we can catch up on Willie because Willie's never going to listen to this anyway. So I'm, I think Irv's been way overhyped myself too. So I think Irv is a fine dud pick. I just didn't pick him here. So. But yeah, so T, according to uh, Roto Trade's most accurate um, prediction system, um, you are projected to go eight and six, like eight other teams in the league, with a sixty-five percent chance of making the playoffs. All right, Josh, um, then go rapid fire on Willie because he'll never listen. Just rapid. Michael Hardman was your stud. I don't know why, but Brandon Cooks was your dud because he's on a bad team. Uh, Roto Trade has you going. I don't know your team name. Eight and Catalina six. Catalina Wine sure, Mixon. everybody else is. Yeah, so I was actually correct because eight and six is what the Catalina Wine Mixon is. 73% chance to make the playoffs. So, so you do have about 10% more chance than another eight and six team that I just talked about. Gar, what do you have to say? Yeah, I also like Cole as the stud. I think uh, the fact that he went as late in the draft as he did, he went at 131, so that's in the front half of the 10th round for us with 14 teams. You know, that that's a high-power offense. Somebody needs to catch the ball. Sammy Watkins is gone. Jameis, I picked as a dud. 
I, I can't even explain why. I'm high on Jameis this year. I just didn't feel like you needed him after Ryan Tannehill. In the past, I've had two QBs on my team, and I've hated that having to pick. So I went with Josh Allen this year and then no backup. So I'd pick Jameis as a judge just because I don't think he'll play him that much over Tannehill. Um, but you got a B from uh, Football Guys, and they gave you a 46% chance of making the playoffs with average in season management. So you'll have to try a bit harder if you actually want to get in there, my friend. Um, Moving on to Nikita, she was team number 11, uh, Austin Eckler in the first round. A stud for Nikita's team. I like Michael Pittman, uh, mainly because of the of the um, T.Y. Hilton news. I know I'm kind of being wishy-washy with uh, injuries and my stun-done picks, but I think Michael Pittman just has a better opportunity. Carson, he's a tall receiver. He can be open and in the red zone. I think Carson Wentz has the ability to find him. They just need to build that chemistry, which is tough because uh, Carson Wentz is missing a lot of practice time with foot and now uh, being on the COVID list and all that, so... Uh, anyways, for the dud, I've never liked Miles Sanders, and I won't say much more than that. I just I don't know much about if the Eagles are going to be good this year, how much they'll be running the ball even, and then if they did, I don't know how much of a workhorse Miles Sanders will be. Um, but those are just my thoughts, and that's uh, I'm just a one man's opinion. You got a B plus from the football guys, and if this would just load slightly faster. I suppose I could just be looking at the other sheet because I'm just reading the two stats I already have written down. But Nikita, you have a 61% chance of making the playoffs with uh, average in-season management, so uh, you have a good ride. Josh, what do you think about the Wifey's team? Um, I like the TJ Hawkinson pick. I know some people um, are not a big fan of that, but you know if they throw the ball, he's one of their better uh, pass catchers. Um, he did solid last year, um, and it is a PPR league, so he should see the volume with Galladay gone. Um, so I think he's going to do well. I also was low on Miles Sanders. Um, Nikita was also low on Miles Sanders, um, just because of the injury concern. When he can perform, he or when he does play, he does play well, but he does get injured every once in a while. Um, but over, overall, I do like her team. Uh, Roto Trade um, has the default eight and six win loss uh, prediction for her, um, with a sixty eight percent chance of making the playoffs. So kind of smack dab in the middle of that random number generator that they use for uh, an algorithm. Dude, Moving on to Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy took Jonathan Taylor at the twelfth overall pick, um, followed by Stefan Diggs at seventeenth overall, which I feel like is a shame to the people after him uh, or who drafted between there. Um, but Jeremy's stud, I had. Did I say, not Najee Harris, Damian Harris, um, taken in the sixth round. Uh, solid spot to draft a starting running back, even if it is a New England running back. Um, but as an RB2, I do like him. As a dud, Michael Carter. Um, there's only one good Carter in the NFL, and he's already been retired for a while, and that was Chris. Um, but any Jets running back is going to do the same thing they do to you every year, and that's disappoint. Roto Trade probably has eight and six for Jeremy as well. Um, I don't know what his team name is. He's the um, 067 oh, nope. dump pass on Reminded, you were you were Roto Trade's favorite in the algorithm. So you were nine and five with a seventy-six percent chance to make the playoffs. Woohoo, go Jeremy. So yeah, team twelve here, Jeremy. My stud for you is actually the Tampa D. Um, if that, so again, this is just assuming everything works out the way it's kind of, you know, shaping up to be, but I think with the way that offense is supposed to be and with the defense played last year and how they improved and how they should just dominate every game they play, I think the Tampa defense is going to be winning you some matchups, some close matchups this year. So I really think the Tampa D, even though you, I mean, drafting the first defense or the second defense off the board, um, in the ninth round. I think they're going to make you proud. So uh, that's my stud for you. And then, Dud, I also have Michael Carter. I just, you know, 
iffy running backs on bad teams. I mean, that's something I prefer to avoid, like the plague. I know someone has to run the ball there, um, you know, and, you know, I'm sure Saul is going to bring over some of the 49ers uh, philosophy and running the ball and all these motions, but uh, Michael Carter is not someone I would be happy to have on my any of my fantasy teams uh, presently. Uh, Jeremy, you got a B-plus from the football guys, so it sounds like both Roto and the football guys liked you. Uh, the football guys give you a 68% chance to make the playoffs with average in-season management, so Jeremy should have a good ride to the playoffs. Uh, I will go ahead and move on here to the D-Rec, team number 13, uh, a.k.a. the reigning uh, Mega Bowl champion. Derek, you uh, you took Najee Harris 13, but then uh, in the third round you took J.K. Dobbins, so that's uh, you're going to get dogged here for that. So I'll just you know I'll preface with that. Uh, stud for your team though, I really like Gibson even at 16. I know most people have Gibson as a mid to late second round pick. Uh, I'm really high on Gibson this year. Uh, I think he showed a lot of promise last year, and I think uh, even though J.D. J.D. McKissick, J.D. McKissick, Jesus is there. Um, I think Antonio Gibson's going to do really big things this year. Dud, I don't like Sutton this year. Uh, he had the chemistry with Locke, with Teddy. I mean, they could build it. I just think the Denver is a dumpster fire of a team in general. So for those reasons, I'm going to have to fade Cortland Sutton. Uh, but the reigning champ, you got a C from the football guys. And I'm sure most of that has to do with taking J.K. Dobbins and not being able to replace a third-round talent from the waiver wire. So they're only giving you an 18% chance of making the playoffs with average in-season management. And obviously our three-time champ is more than average. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough road for Derek with that J.K. Dobbins injury. Josh, what do you think about Derek, a.k.a. Team 13? Uh, yeah, I had Lamar as a stud pick. Um, that's because I read the order in the r- the wrong order, and I thought he was taken after Russell Wilson. Um, in fact, he was taken before, but I'm going to stick with it because why not? Um, I think Lamar before L- Lamar is going to outperform Kyler uh, this year, and Kyler was taken in the third round. So um, I think that he's still going to do well as a dud. I had Dobbins on there. Um, it's unfair because of the injury. And so um, I said Tyler Boyd, once again, wide receiver in Cincinnati. Um, six paper bags trying to block for somebody with half a knee. So, yeah, you put two and five together, you get nine. So he's out. Um, just so you put on two to, and five together, you get nine, just to confirm? Something like that. I went to Blaine. <laughs> um, so uh, moving on to the last player in this draft, we have Jamie. Um, holding up pick 14 in the turn. Um, I have Ramond. Oh, I forgot to do Derek's uh, roto trade. Um, everybody needs that accuracy. So um, we're just going to go ahead and say seven and seven, 51% chance to make the playoffs. Um, moving on to Jamie, since we hadn't done that yet, my stud for Jamie was Ramondre Stevenson um, taken in the 14th round. He's the RB2 in New England, whatever that means for a Bill Belichick offense. Uh, but, I, would, I, would, um, I feel pretty confident that's still James White. Wow, James White's their third down guy. Ramondre Stevenson's going to be taking the snaps on first and second. Um, I'm just kidding. I know nothing about New England. But I do like running backs that have some sort of value in the 14th round. Uh, the Jeja B is my uh, my dud. Not a big fan of somebody who wasn't necessarily all sold into returning to Pittsburgh, um, especially with um, that offense having Claypool and Deontay and um, Najee Harris now. And um, I guess their tight end is fun to play football, uh, and he does things good. But not a big fan of Juju Smith-Schuster uh, this season. Grodo Trade probably has um, eight and six for Jamie as well. Um, which is no she's at seven and seven seven and seven so i had two guesses because there was only only two numbers i gave essentially uh seven and seven with a 49 percent chance to make the playoffs gar what do you have to say 
Yeah, for Jamie, uh, for a stud, for Team 14, I really like Sony Michelle. Uh, I mean, obviously, Stafford's moving to a different offense, but Stafford made Theo Riddick. I mean, I, I firmly believe that. So maybe the McVeigh offense isn't meant to be quite so dump-offy to the running back, but Matthew Stafford's fully capable. And maybe even Michelle's not built to be that dump-off guy, but if Michelle's the second guy or the third down back, uh, he's going to have to learn. But I really think he's got potential to be a great flex player week in and week out if he, uh, if he can take over that dump running back role in a full PPR league. For a dud... Uh, I, I was hard picking one. I just picked Marvin Jones as like a, a, a bit of a low-hanging fruit. But uh, I don't feel like there's too many Dudley players on this team. Maybe it's a little rough taking Cooper Cup and Robert Woods back-to-back. I'd say that's a dud move. But for dud players, I picked Marvin Jones just because... Uh, eh. That's all I have to say about that. Football gays, football gays, football guys give you B-37% chance to make the playoffs with average in-season management. Josh, that's we all 14 it. teams. Do we get to retire now? Is the podcast over forever? Yeah, so if we wanted to go through the combined percentage chance to make the playoffs, we have uh, Weedem Boyds, a.k.a. Well, Hanno, do we, do we want to do the combined first, or do we want to run over the leaderboards again one more time just for the individual nope. sources first? No, if they wanted to listen, they can go back. Um, <laughs> okay. No, we have, the, we have the extended podcast after this to for those people that want that extra um, bit of uh, knowledge. But uh, we have Weedham Boyd's 79% average. Um, that's Hammer. Then we have Eric with Go Joe Burrow with 77% chance to make the playoffs. Uh, er- not Eric. Um, we have Garrett. Garrett. Game of, um, Jones. Game of Jones. 74% chance. Jesse, the mother Tuckers, for some reason, at 71%. I mean, a lot, a lot of people have not updated their team names for what it's that's worth. That's true. Um, 067, dump pass on two. Uh, you don't need to change that, but Jeremy, 71%. Then we have Team Mitchell, uh, Nikita, at 65% chance. Uh, Willie with the Catalina wine mixin at 60%. T's dumpster fire at 55%. Um, Brad's run CMC at 47%. Jamie's shoe slingers at 43%. Uh, Gar's the Alan Parsons project at 42%. Uh, yours truly, Lambeau Fields, um, at 38%. Skybusters, 36%. And Derek's Tibita, Tibita, 35%. All in yeah. all, the numbers mean nothing. That's pretty much true. So, yeah, we have reached the end of our regular season programming. Um, Gar, do you have anything to say? I mean, it's not the end of our regular season program. We haven't even begun our regular season programming. Uh, the, the end of the regular episode programming. Whatever. Uh, no, I mean, that's the end of that segment, though. That's the end of the Hidden Oaks Highlights Draft Grades Edition. Uh, we went over the leaderboards. We can move into the outro here, since uh, we will be ending this pod here. So we've, uh, we've gotten the feedback a lot of making our shows uh, smaller or shorter to listen to on commutes. So we split it up because our Draft Grades podcast last year was two hours. And I thought we, can't, we just cannot do uh, that to people again. So we're splitting it up. We'll do this, and then we'll be live again at 7 with not so much of all the segments, literally just going in, di- diving deeper on the teams um 
And so, yeah, we will be back at 7 uh, doing a deeper dive, and we'll have our expert analysis. We've got some analysis from Walters. We've got analysis from Jack. We've got analysis from Audio Al. Um, so we've got plenty of things to talk about, plenty of things to continue to go over and dive deeper into those teams. But in the outro here, I will just mention uh, again, for all you people in the Discord, which should be hopefully everyone listening at this point, uh, get in that pod play along. Only a 10 bucks entry fee. Don't give your money to FanDuel. They'll give your money to me. Venmo me 10 bucks Or Brian Straight Cash Homie, as he says. Uh, give us some Faye Farb ideas. We're going to probably you know start finalizing our list before the next show, or we'll at least tease the first the first Faye Farb at the next show and finalize our list in the next two weeks. But just give just a couple more ideas so we have more to pick from um brian don't forget your deadline i see you've been posting some um so yeah next week will be our fantasy season long predictions josh we've had pretty good with that we've done some season long studs and duds and we kind of pick our positional leaders maybe we'll mix and match and maybe i'm not remembering something else we've done but we'll do that next week um you know so if you want to have any insight on who you think will be uh, a great performer this week and go to the fantasy fun time channel give us some of your season long fantasy predictions yourself um, hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com anchor.fm slash hood pod for voicemails and for listening and the awesome discord server that we're trying to get everybody in we're trying to really focus on that this year to build uh build a cool community i just put out a how-to video of how to change your notification settings because right now you're only set to get notified when you get mentions which is when i send out the at everyone messages or something else like that so if you want to get more involved i know some people don't like their phone getting blown up uh you know so there's some nates in the world i don't really mind getting notifications because i just look at my phone when i have time so so if I have 80 or if I have zero, it's all the same to me. But some people like them, some people don't. But uh, if you need instructions on that, I've put a video in the rules at Info Channel. Josh, do you have anything else you want to say before we head out? I was just going to update everybody on that poll that we started at the beginning of the show. And how would you rank Mac Jones, who, without Cam Newton? Uh, choices again, top five quarterback, uh, six to ten, best quarterback in the league. Um, in that 11 to 20 range, uh, meaning you stream them, or a duty, duty, do, do face, um, just don't play them at all. Um, we have three total voters, um, four total voters. Uh, two people have said duty, duty, do, do face. Uh, one person has said a streamer, and then one person says in that six to 10 range. So getting it all over the place. Uh, Jack doesn't know how polls work, so he says very low C, like a C minus. <laughs> Um, Jack just wanted to so, add his commentary. Jack likes talking. You just kind of got to let him go sometimes. Okay. Yep. So um, Jack says very low C, like a C minus. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say he says C, 11 to 20 stream. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's all I got to add. I'm looking forward to coming back here in an hour and a half or so with some more um, knowledge. Ignore the sounds of what might be Assassin's Creed in the background as I try to keep myself entertained. All right. Yeah, we'll be back here at 7, everybody, if you want to hear us talk more about the teams. Bye. Bye, Gar. See you at 7, Josh.